Let's do it, bro. <laughs> Is that a good way to start? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just mad I wasn't doing it with you. I oh, you my... hold on. <laughs> okay. We're not doing anything, by the way, for people listening at home. We're not doing. Okay. Take two. Yo, welcome to the podcast, brother. <laughs> brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hanging out with DJ Morgan. <laughs> And DJ Bracy. Post. Well, yeah, post, post, post. <laughs> okay, I'll do, do nothing to it. And I, much like Florence Pugh, am just along for the ride. <laughs> excited we uh have our first guest on the show this week my lovely roommate wendy uh who we've talked about oh my god we've talked about your blog so many times oh my god and i feel like we forget every time what the name of your blog is it's called a night at all the oscars there we go i'm sorry i just realized i have a microphone i had this whole time i've had a microphone that i could have been using and i didn't wendy that was in the middle of your intro that was so disrespectful Can you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go back. Okay. okay. What can we say about Wendy? Um, every once in a while, you meet someone who truly captures what it means to be a friend and a lover of film. Whoa. So true. <laughs> so true. That's, that's high praise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're all coughing, but for different reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you and Brie are coughing for very for the much same the reason, same reason. But yeah. What are we saying? I said I like that we all were coughing, but for different reasons. Oh, yeah. But you and I are coughing for the same reason. Because we have asthma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Does this for real. change anything? My little uh, telemarketer microphone? Listen, that's literally my job. So my friends at school, their one criticism was that my audio was shit. They didn't care about the discourse. They didn't care about our witty repartee. <laughs> Just that I need better audio equipment. So, all right. Oh my God. We'll yeah. see if this changes anything. Oh, that works. Sound great. You sound thank beautiful. You. you sound so lovely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hey. Wendy's blog, though, is called A Night at the Oscars. A Night at All the Oscars. A Night at All the Oscars. All is in parentheses. You know, because wit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good blog. And also brave, can I say, to watch all the Oscars. Not all the Oscars ceremonies, necessarily. Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> but all the films that have one best picture. That's really cool. Yeah. I've I not actually, even I decided to switch it up. And I'm going to start from the year I left off, but I'm going to watch Best Actress winners instead of Best Picture winners. I love that. I think it would yeah. just be more educational for me as an actor mm -hmm. to observe other women's acting. Yeah. Well, and there's uh, so many good ones. I mean, there was a the lot Oscars of it have today. become. <laughs> the Oscars, I feel, have become a very different animal. But back in the day, so many genuinely great performances were recognized. And it's like. 
don't even get me started. The YouTube channel Be Kind Rewind, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Unreal. It's very The way good. they really, oh, you've never seen it? Mm-hmm. Ah, maybe you shouldn't because it's about like women in Hollywood. So maybe it might, okay. I don't know. Or maybe you should. It's, it's a really good one. I'm plugging it. It's really interesting. Well, I just watched um, Jezebel with uh, Betty Davis. Oh, yeah. That was the first Betty Davis movie that I've ever seen. <gasps> oh, but you must watch Baby Jane. Okay. Got to. It's like put it on the list. Yeah, maybe it's something we could talk about for the podcast. I don't know. It's like people call it a horror movie. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. All right. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> but yeah, check out Wendy's blog, or else. Yeah. Or else, this <laughs> is the scary portion of the podcast. We'll beat you up, dude. We're real threatening, dog. I'm nodding my head in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think, because this is going to come out in July, and I'm like, I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, I was going to talk about things, but like, this is coming out in July, and but then I had a realization that Roe v. Wade is probably overturned by the time that uh, people will be listening to this. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Two it's thumbs funny. down on that, too, gotta say. Zero not stars. A of, uh, <laughs> not a fan of that. A real life horror movie. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you check out our letterbox, you can read a review about a movie that covers this very topic. Tin Riley's in place. About a serial killer who took advantage of women who needed abortions. It's based on a true story. It's oh, very, sure. very good. And read our review, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That's one we should definitely watch. It was so good. Ugh. I go on. Exciting. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just feel very, uh, what's the word? Feministic. Sure. Feministic. Sure. This week, is that like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm feeling like very much of a feminist this week, just given everything. And then like yesterday all day, I worked at this show that's about the suffragist movement that led to the 19th amendment. And so I'm just like women and non-binary pals and anyone that is of that ilk, you know? Yeah. I'm a big fan of women as well. So yeah, <sighs> we're raising the flag. We're fighting for you. Hell yeah. Share the resources, you know. Move to a different country if you have to. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's a very privileged thing to say, but if you're in a place to move to a different country yeah. or a different state yeah, or a different neighborhood, wherever you feel safe, do it. I don't know. I don't have, I'm, I'm losing the plot. <laughs> it was about to get real dark and I'm not, I don't no. think I'm going to go there. <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, night. I was just going to say, well, is any place really safe for women? And then I just wanted to jump Isn't New Zealand? <laughs> Is it New Zealand? They advertise it like it's safe for women. So if it's not... Well, they have a female prime minister. See? So, that's yeah. That's... Hmm. Jacinda, we know you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> and we really appreciate the work that you're doing. Bless. New Zealand eradicated Bless. COVID at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. Honestly, it's yeah, probably because there's they... like 12 of them. Right. <laughs> it's like this big. They also... <clears throat> I don't know stayed at home and were paid to stay home so yeah great yeah uh fun fun times i mean neat good time i argue that this movie is 
it's a feminist movie, but I no. I don't know if yeah, that would agree with you. Absolutely not. The fact that you even said that makes ooh, makes my bones tingle and twitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be a segue, sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's make that a segue. <laughs> I was trying to think of how to walk there. I was like, this is getting real dark and let's bring it back to Midsummer. Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer, as some will call it. Midsummer. It's it's yep. That's the movie we're talking about this week, folks. Happy July. This, this is uh, Ari Aster, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. It's his I mean I believe second, only second for A24, but okay. first um, first one after Hereditary, mm-hmm. um, yes. which is another movie that Wendy has not seen, which uh, we're going to have to have her back because now this is, this uh, is <laughs> in broad daylight. Yes. Maybe. yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Hereditary is a good one to watch in broad daylight. I would argue so is this movie as well. Honestly, the whole movie's in broad daylight. What do you mean? I know, like it's nice to like have it be daylight outside for us to watch uh-huh. that movie. But I'm saying all the horrors happen in daylight. So like, what are you afraid of? If they're gonna kill you, they're gonna do it when the sun's out. Well, I'm not really afraid of that, anyways, because I'm not in Sweden. So that's what you think. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> would you be the may queen would you accept that title <laughs> no i'd probably trip and fall like right at the beginning of that dance you'd have an asthma attack yeah there's no way i would survive for hours dancing in that sun in the middle yeah. of summer no fucking way I don't have that endurance. Brie, I know that you would not go on this trip anyways because no. it is outside in the summer. <laughs> yeah. the Man, I do we talk about spoilers at the top? Is that what we do? Does it matter? Well, all of this is a spoiler. You, okay. I think we've said There's... that from the beginning. Is like, if you're <laughs> listening to this, just be, ex- be, expect, be expecting spoilers. Yes. Or expect the spoilers. I was going with either one of those sentences. <laughs> with you. I'm high! <laughs> <laughs> it just always makes me laugh that everyone else who dies in this movie, you see their face somehow, so you immediately have like a facial recognition. But the black guy dies, and you only have to see his leg. It's like a single leg sticking <laughs> up, and you're like, yeah, I know whose body that is, because that's how few, there's one dude. And this dude knew better, because this dude is the researcher. He knows exactly what this festival is. When the people jump off the cliff, he's like, they're doing the... I don't know what it's called. But he knows what it is. Yeah. Like, he knew better. Come on. I I don't... And... I just don't even think that his his whole situation would happen. Like, he really does know better. (laughs) And he really... Like, they literally... If you're a researcher, there's no guarantee that you can take photos anyways, which is why you have to, like, take records. But, like... I don't know. It's this just crazy. so, it's so crazy to me. Yeah. How do you want to start this? How do you, what, what do we say? <laughs> How do we introduce Midsummer? What I, did you think, Wendy? I am I being, like... <laughs> I am being pointedly silent. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Use I feel sentences. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's what I, 
think happened in the boardroom here at A24 Productions. (laughs) They read up until the page before they played Sacrifice Bingo (laughs) and just said, green light. And then Ari Aster was like, oh, but don't you want to hear like the rest of it? And they're like, no, we trust you. And he's like, so like hypothetically, if they were to play body bingo. Oh, cool. Sounds great. Yeah, sure. That's fine. I bet he's joking. I bet he's joking. And there aren't Mega Millions jackpot machines in this scene. I, I, I bet that's not actually true. I bet, I bet he's joking. Yeah, we trust you, Ari. Sure. Hereditary was a masterpiece. And then they get to that day on set. <laughs> who Who is the continuity expert that's like, all right, so this society is so embedded in their ancient customs and preserving their way of life. Who fucking learned how to weld? <laughs> who learned how to weld and made that little ball track? Where did it come from? How does that logically, I they literally, they were turning the crank and the ball came out. I literally looked at Morgan and said, okay, they lost me. <laughs> that was the moment. And I, that I, was it. That, that was, was the it. moment. That was the moment. <laughs> I said, they lost me. And, and then it just got, it, it just went downhill. The elders' faces grew back post-mortem. Yeah. Even is, though yeah. their craniums disintegrated. <laughs> And they were cremated. I wonder and they if were it, cremated. I wonder if it was like a bust, but like maybe it was a bust made out of trees because that's where the branches came from. But at the same time, it was like it's like, but they don't have faces anymore. Yeah. I don't know. And then like the guy Christian was just sitting in the bear costume. <laughs> well, to be fair, oh they, they made. Like, <laughs> It just, it just, I was yeah. like, they clearly stopped reading this script. They got to a certain point and we're like, sure. Yeah, let's make this. And I was like, there, these last 10 pages, there was no script supervision. None. Yeah. It's like, this is dumb. This is dumb. They lost me. And you could tell that an insane amount of money went into this. Just oh. Yeah. Like, it's so polished. <laughs> the camera movements, the location, like, the wow. The VFX. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I mean, cinematography is incredible. In it this is movie. stunning. Let's be real; it's it's yeah. beautiful. Those when the camera's shots, facing that mirror, that scene—the yeah. first time I saw it, I was like, "What the? F- Where's this camera?" And she walks in, and you can see her reflection. Get out of here! <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I uh, so... I really didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it. <clears throat> Not because it's 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 poorly made. Like it's so well executed. It's just the thing they're executing is not for me, respectfully. So So let's yeah. let's go back let's let's start at the beginning here. Okay. Let's, let's do go it. back. What This starts with uh the email. Well, it starts with the image of the the mural. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I like the mural because I think, I don't know. I don't want to make a judgment about how many people can tell right away what's happening, but 
upon rewatch, you can't help but notice that it's basically telling you the story of the movie. It is, yeah. It's telling you the whole the whole story. Yeah. And I found this time, this is probably my third or fourth time watching it, there's so many moments in the movie where they tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. Or they imply about something that's going to happen later. So... I noticed in this watch, uh, this is when Danny's, like, laying on the couch or laying in her bed, and there's this, like, big shot of her, like, laying down, and there's a huge painting of this girl with a crown talking to a bear. Um, And it's, like, this huge painting of it. I'm like, all right, that's literally the movie um, for, for this girl to be staring down the face of a bear <laughs> like yeah. all right cute they really... and also what a yeah. weird piece of art to just own when you're a college student i don't <laughs> know i'm not telling the what? production design team what to do but it's to huge. Fair, they are phd students so oh, okay so sure. yeah yeah i give that a little bit more credit i feel like phd students are like a little bit more of adults than like an 18 year old having a fucking bear painting over your bunk bed like <laughs> Which would be funny. And there's um, a scene later where she's talking to Christian and you can see his door and there's a painting of what looks like the redheaded girl staring up at their apartment. I could be like reading into it too much because it's really just a redheaded girl staring into someone's window, but it's like she keeps looking at the picture and like it's just really noticeable. I don't know. It I feels intentional. <laughs> I didn't notice that, so I don't know. <laughs> but Well, this isn't is- that mural in the beginning isn't that based off of an actual painting? Like, isn't there a painting that takes up an entire room and it, like... Brittany Broski actually talks about it in one of her YouTube videos where it's, like, it takes up this entire room and it, like, starts with birth and ends with death, but it's, like, it's, like, the trials and tribulations of man. Oh. I'll Google it. See, and okay, I... Wendy's hitting us with some knowledge today? Wendy's hitting <laughs> us with some knowledge. I have my moments. She's smart. <laughs> Um, I'm smart. I watch Britney Broski. (laughs) The only criteria. I think, um, and Wendy said that, like, right at the beginning, and I really think, I think there is that painting, and I think that this definitely is an interpretation of that, like, but kind of in reverse, because if you think about it, the mural begins with death and Mm -hmm. kind of leads to her rebirth in a way mm. kind yes. of yes yes we love arty horror movies uh, just really the symbolism the metaphor <laughs> i'm being mean it's nice they have they've set up a nice little fairy tale here i'm sorry i just don't like it okay so the mural <laughs> the um... mural well, and then he just completely negates. She's like, I'm genuinely concerned. Like, this email from my sister was, like, a very weird one. He's like, oh, she does this all the time. Like, why do you let her do this to you? And it's just, he's such a dick right from the beginning. But I also, yeah. it's something that's so relatable in terms of previous relationships I've been in with men as well. And it's like... Wait, can you- I do our little, like... Our, our little narrative of what's going on even though I, I assume you've seen the movie if you're listening to this I just yeah. need it for myself yeah so like it opens with this mural and then basically the next thing that happens is she gets a scary email from her sister who it's established has bipolar disorder some will question the use of bipolar disorder named specifically in this movie uh because 
but yes, and so she's freaking out, and the boyfriend's being a dick. Morgan, take it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Windy. <laughs> Am I still going with plot? No, you can uh, say you're a... Oh, oh no, yeah. No, was, she was, was just catching us up into that, because, yeah, he's sure, just being sure, an sure. asshole. Yeah. yeah. But the way you said that, I had this thought of like, okay, well, this whole movie, I think, makes you question your own subjectivity. Mm. And I think the way he tries to talk her down about, well, this is really freaking me out, blah, 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 mirrors the way this community is like, well, this is the custom. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, what's more fucked up? Is it the fact that like, who's, who's right here? And it, like, when, spoiler alert, it turns out that Danny was right and her sister committed suicide and killed both of her, their parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, okay, well, yeah, he was making it out that, like, she sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but, like, she was right all along. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, they go to this place and see these customs. And it turns out it's really fucked up, but they're like, oh, but it's it's an ancient custom it's it's what we've done for like you know however many generations upon generations of people and it's like okay but like they're all right with that it's like gaslighting <laughs> but it's like okay but who's right here mm-hmm. right yes i it's so interesting because i never i never viewed that scenario that way but yeah it, it it's gaslighting either way, but I think. But it's like who do you, who do we as the audience agree with? Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in how many people think this movie has a happy ending, or at least like a happy ending for Danny, because I don't read it that way at all. I think that that's no. like a weird thing to think, because I think what you have here is someone who is like, who has experienced a lot of trauma and is therefore very vulnerable and has already been in an abusive, like emotionally manipulative relationship and is just swapping one for another. This cult is like manipulating her into this position. And then like her smiling at the end to me is not like, I finally found happiness. It's like, I am finally submitting to this cult. That's like also problematic. Fate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think but... it's a good thing. Just like, I don't think that the boyfriend necessarily deserves to be like burned in a bear suit because he's a dick. Like, I think yeah. he's, he's just like a dick. Like he's, whoa that's like excessive so for her to smile about that i don't know uh yeah i don't know like obviously he doesn't deserve to die but it is very therapeutic and i guess to kill him yeah (laughs) (laughs) how therapeutic is that um but i think it all goes back to there's this conversation that Pele, 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 yeah, Pele, has with Danny when he's like convincing her to stay, and he was talking about how even though I've gone through this trauma, which you don't really know, I guess what it was, but he's like, I've gone through this, I've lost my parents too, but I've never like, I've always felt held, mm-hmm. and I think with Danny, the kind of happy ending that comes from this is she dude. found people to dude hold her dude this is you are you like the I'm kind of family. person that would be in a cult 
answer me honestly like would you be in a cult because for you to think <laughs> that him saying that to her is like anything other than f- manipulation is like wild i did not read it that way at all that's not comforting no he said, he said his family burned in a fire how do we know his family weren't people who like sacrificed themselves just like the two characters at the end to the fire that's what the fire was well, so he's yes. not saying it like i'm sorry that your sister and your parents were like killed in this brutal unimaginable way unrelated from like ritual and like custom okay it's not the same as his thing and she keeps telling him her boundary like i don't want to talk about it it's not about that it's not about my family and he keeps like pushing his narrative until she agrees I don't think that that's like a good, I'm sorry, I'm feeling very intensely. Oh no, that is totally fine. I guess I was looking at it, I'm looking at it from her perspective. I'm not saying it's not fucked up. Like someone, someone who's gone through all that trauma and just wants to come home to her family. This is why cults prey on the vulnerable. Exactly. Absolutely. So like for her internally, I would argue that it still is a happy ending for her from her perspective. What do you think is going to happen to her after? I don't know. I feel like she just becomes a part of the community. And then when her time comes, her time comes too, just like the rest of theirs. But I, I guess I think that she becomes part of the community, which again, isn't necessarily a good thing from anyone's perspective that she just gets like indoctrinated in this cult. But like specifically for her and like why she's smiling, I think is because she is happy with it. She's happy with that decision. Even though I know it's not healthy and it's not good and it's like not anything that should be like praised or be like, oh yeah, she's so happy. They live happily ever after. Like that's not what I'm saying. But just in terms of like from her perspective, trying to analyze why she's smiling at the end. And I guess that's why in my personal opinion and looking at it from her mind's eye you know i understand why the manson girls were smiling as they were being sentenced because it feels like when you're part of a cult you're like part of a family and everything is sunshiny and good but man i don't know if we have any way of knowing that she's going to be okay after the end of this movie it's good that it ends where it does because like these people lie the entire time about mm-hmm. so much there's no way to know that like she actually is a part of this or like they're not just gonna sacrifice like we don't even these are like crazy people <laughs> this is like i don't know i guess i see what you're saying i mean of course i think that maybe the director is like guiding people in this way too to be like you know she got rid of that guy that guy was terrible to her the whole movie Ugh. but like that's such a surface level way to react to the ending it's like this this movie goes so much deeper than that and it's like okay but it was it really all about revenge at the end and no i don't i don't think that's what it was i don't think it was about punishing i think it was just like all right well i don't really know where i'm going with this but it's like it there there's no way that she can just be like oh well he fucked some virgin and now I get to kill him. It's th- That's not what it is. No, and that's why I'm saying I think it's more about finding a family again. Yeah. Too cute to be scary does not condone cults in any way. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I have a favorite cult. I don't know if I agree. So. I do. You know this. I do, do you know? know this. Yeah. So. I know your cult. You've talked about it before. I forget the name of it. The Disney the adults. This is back. <laughs> What did you say? What did you say? I said the Disney adults. Ah, no. 
I've only seen four Disney movies, so they wouldn't let me sit at their table. Yeah. Sad. I'm working on it. <laughs> anyway. It's not necessary. Most cults we don't condone. Wait, I Please talked don't. over the cult, your favorite cult. Oh, the Source family. <laughs> well. Oh, well, their leader had a message from God to like fly a, a parasail or no, what's it called? hang glider to fly a hang glider he didn't know how to fly one so he jumped off a cliff and died unfortunately and i think he died before shit turned sour so it was mostly just good times it was mostly just music vegan food dancing around in white dresses sounds like a 14 hour cult yeah quick cult great here for that that's kind of cool take that one casualty (laughs) yeah the leader just the one great yeah perfect that's cult He didn't quit it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Crash oh it and bash God. it. Bash it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Can I talk um, about Christian for a second? Please. Let's please go off. do. The love child um, of Austin Nichols and James Marsden. <laughs> James Marsden or James Dornan? James Marsden. James Marsden. I like it. Yeah. He. Oh he, hmm, I feel like I thought one thing about him the first time I saw it, and now watching it again, I'm thinking, like, what is wrong with this dude? Like, to me, it's, I mean, I don't know. There's there's something serious going on with Christian. I don't know how to define it, and I don't want to, like, diagnose a fictional character, but, like, <sighs> do you know what I mean? The way that he's... So just go <laughs> yeah. for it. <laughs> it's just the way that he treats Danny he often treats his friends the same way and then I'm like why are they friends with him also like does he have this much power over these people to like I just don't understand why anyone would want to be around him and I also don't understand what's wrong with him that he does things like um like pretending like a conversation didn't happen or like he said something completely different as if people wouldn't know the difference like by the time that the I shouldn't call him the black guy Chidi from the good place I don't know his character's movie but (laughs) (laughs) by the time he's like you can't do this because you know that I'm doing my thesis on this you know and he's like what do you mean like I told you I wanted to do it and he's like he's the voice of the audience I feel like by this point in the movie because he's like dude no like I can't believe you're looking at me and telling me something that is clearly not true I know it's not true you know it's not true it's so (laughs) weird that you're saying it like it's true yeah what do you call this? Like, what is up with this guy? I'm so fascinated by this character for the first time. Because the first time I watched this movie, I was like, he's just a dick. And now I'm like, what's going on with you? A man? They're not all this way, man. <laughs> that is like a special kind of like... That is a special... But, but it is... I mean, I even mentioned it when we were watching it. The amount of like conversations that are similar... like where I'm upset and then somehow in the end I have to apologize to him. The amount of are those kinds of arguments I've been in is so stupid for someone what? that I it, don't want to so dumb. I I that like that scene I think was most uh, I don't want to say triggering, but the most um relatable to me because literally I've I've been in so many of those situations where I'm like I'm just like upset about this can we talk about it and he's like whoa well, sorry and then it, it like he's the one that gets upset and then you're like what the fuck stop like the I think it's just 
Or she says, I'm not trying to, t- to attack you. And he's like, well, it feels like you are. She's like, okay, then I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I will say that Christian feels very detached from the entire thing. I agree. There were moments where I was wondering if his acting was bad or if it was, I was like a character choice. I'm sure it's a character choice, but it's like, yeah. he's just so far removed to the point where when shit starts going down, he just keeps saying, it's fine. I'm sure it's like, it's normal. Don't worry about it. I'm like, dude, what's up? Like, yeah, your friends are now gone. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this guy. Does he care about anything? What's it like to not care about anything at all? Oh, right. And when Josh went missing, he was like, I want to make it clear we are not collaborators or friends. We are not associated with this guy. I'm like, you came here together. Yeah. When the people died. (laughs) You were the one that was wanting to collaborate with him. Right. I don't think he ever actually wanted to collaborate, though. I think that was kind of like... That was Pele's condition. Yeah. Yeah. When the people died, something that, like... I mean, we have no way of knowing this character's seen anything like it, but I'm sure he's not seen anything like that before. And Danny's freaking out. Even still in that moment, he was like, it's just tradition. It's like their custom, you know? Like, it's cultural. What? Like, in the bear suit at the end. Something that makes it almost comedic how he's just sitting there with his eyes wide because I understand that he's been paralyzed and he can't move and he can't, like, speak. But he's not even, like, crying. He's not even, like, giving, like... He's not giving face in this moment, you know? Like, (laughs) holy shit, I'm being burned alive in a bear suit. He's pretty much giving this thing he's been giving the whole movie, which is, like, apathy. Maybe, like, concerned apathy, which is, like, a step above. (laughs) I just don't know. Detachment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. There are you know, moments like, where it's just so refreshing having Will Poulter in the movie because he's like, at least his character has like personality, like he's giving me charisma. <laughs> I was wondering, the first time I saw him inhale his vape, I was like, I wonder if that was an actor choice or a directorial choice to have him vaping. Because like, the first couple times I'm like, oh, that was definitely an actor choice. But literally, he is off in the corner of almost every frame that he's in vaping. <laughs> And he always has it in his he hand. He always has it in his hand. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. He always has the red vape. In there his are hand. times where he enters the frame to vape and then he walks away. <laughs> I didn't see that. I was very fixated on this vape. <laughs> Which speaking of drugs, as I have not I have not done these kinds of psychedelics in this way. I've well, not neither have I. What? <laughs> visuals, and I'm wondering if it's like a real, realistic visuals. Yes. In a word. Yes. <laughs> no further comment. My lawyer has advised me not to comment. <laughs> yeah. Something um, about the way that the trees move when she's looking up is like very well done. I wonder if the director had already had that experience or if he did drugs to find out. That's how committed he is to his art. But, um, yeah. Okay. And again, like, I, I understand all these characters are like dicks in their own way. But when she is like, I need to just find my footing before I can trip. And nobody thinks it's a bad idea to even invite someone who you know could potentially have a bad trip into the circle. Like that would just upset everyone's balance. Like, what do you do? You can't even... I just couldn't believe that nobody said anything. Not even Pelle. 
That's yeah. our, that's the guy we're rooting for. He said fucking nothing. She, she was like, okay, then I guess fine. I'll trip with you guys. Are we rooting for him though? Because he's obviously manipulated her to come there in the first place. I don't know. Because so. just a moment ago, you were like, when he was comforting her and he was talking about having a family, it's like, she oh no, has that. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's a good character for saying that. <laughs> it's good. still manipulation. Like I 1,000 percent agree. He was manipulating her the whole time, and he's a shitty person still. <laughs> I would like to submit that Pele is the villain of the movie. Yeah. 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 100% because he brought the most people. He, he brought, brought them the most all to outsiders. be sacrificed. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Do you think that Danny was part of the plan or a happy accident? I think. I think a happy accident. I think an accident that he then included in the planning like i think that initial conversation with um what's his name fucking dirtbag um christian christian um (laughs) with christian um you know where he like has all his friends and he's like hey i invited danny uh and she accepted and this was your idea like when they initially had that conversation i don't think that that was planned necessarily but then knowing everything that she has just gone through and like obviously knowing his situation and wanting everyone to come i think like his conversations with her and he was like trying to plan for her to stay because before that, he would uh, Christian was even like, oh, she accepted, but, like, she's not coming. Like, she's not going to come. Like, because I guess who who would want to do that right after your family was just fucking murdered, you murdered. know? Yeah. But I, I think part of that was him convincing her. So it, it became, once he realized that that was an option, I think that became part of his, his planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think it was a happy accident because it's not like, although it might be answered if we go back and watch it and see how many times Pele talked to Christian about her before. Because, like, there are scenes, you know what I mean? It's like when they're out and she calls him before she finds her family. Like, they're out and she calls him. And then when Christian hangs up, it's the dudes. It's, yeah. it's, it, it's the boys. And they, like, have a conversation about, like, Marcus, like, oh, my God, ditch her, dude. She's abusing you. That, that fucking conversation. But I would, I would be interested to go back. And I don't know if either of you were paying attention to if Pele has comments about her. Mm-hmm. I was I was trying to pay attention to that because I was wondering this. Like, yeah. in, this is only my second watch. So, but I... Now that I'm thinking about it, I can't, like, remember his specific comments. But I think that he, of the three of them, Mm -hmm. was the most, like, encouraging about their relationship in general. Like, I think he didn't say much, but Mark and Josh were the ones that were specifically, like, shit-talking. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. And it's heavily Mark saying, like, you should dump her. You don't even want to be with her. And just been, like, drawing in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, I mean, there's a trend with these A24 horror movies where, you know, I don't want to... I hope this isn't a spoiler, but one would theorize a lot of the plots of these movies are, like, was it planned the whole time? Because everything just falls into place so perfectly for the villain to, like, have their, their like, mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. It kind of seems like, to varying degrees, that's the thorough line. So I could see someone arguing that 
plan but then you can't plan for her family to die that was uh i don't know right right perhaps i'm gonna say happy accident too though and there's no way to know that she would have been able to dance for two hours Very how can true. you tell just by looking at somebody their hips <laughs> thighs I yeah but even with that i have wide ass hips and thick ass thighs and i would have <laughs> fallen immediately so yeah and because on drugs you have asthma <laughs> it all comes back to the asthma that's it he would never choose me although i will say this has i don't think this has really anything to do with where we are in the conversation but there were a couple like themes that i noticed that i thought were pretty cool and yes. the one of them is the worse it gets for these outsiders, the more flowers there are. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then eventually Danny becomes fully buried in flowers and yeah. her flower crown is like 10 times bigger than it ever was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be a really cool like paper. <laughs> I don't know. And then yeah. um, another thing is, and this is probably, uh, this is, I'm certain this is deliberate, but everything that happens is a multiple of three or nine what is your brain how do you like three people in her family die um there are nine Nine. sacrifices at the end nine days of the feast and the age chunks are all multiples of nine so like zero to nine or zero to 18 18 to 36 36 to 54 and 54 to 72 Mm -hmm. wow this is why we have Wendy on. This is I the know. content. I know. My parents cool. are scientists. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were in STEM. <laughs> That's cool. No, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Although at the the big meal, <laughs> at the big meal when the two old people come out, <laughs> and Josh goes, "Is that them?" He asked Pele, "Is that them?" And I, I said out loud, "You mean the seventy-two-year-olds who are about to die?" <laughs> yeah, that's them. <laughs> And the whole time she was like, how do they not know what's coming? I was She's like, it's so obvious was, what's coming, right? It was the most obvious yeah. thing to me. Yeah. And, but I was like, okay, but you have to imagine in real life, like if you were experiencing that in real life. No, dude. He says everyone lives until 72. And Danny says, what happens at 72? And he laughs. And That's not funny. <laughs> and he, he yeah. for the yeah. listeners, they, he draws his hand across his throat. Like they, and I, I look at her and I go, Oh, yeah, so he wasn't joking. But I knew he wasn't joking from the second he did it. Right. I mm-hmm. said, before he even did the thing, I said, mm-hmm. they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I get it. I know what happens in this. But also, just, like, I'm trying to imagine my own reaction. It's like, even if you know it's coming, you're like, no, that's just a myth. Like, even, even knowing that, I feel like witnessing as something that's as intense as what they witnessed, it's like, you all the way through that, I'd be like, no, this isn't, this is a joke. This isn't happening. This isn't happening, right? Like, what's going on? Like, and especially in a world that already is so far removed from reality, it's like, oh, shit. Like, what, what is actually going on? Like, is this happening? Is what I'm expecting to happen actually going to happen? Or, like, is this just some fantastical ceremony and something else is going to happen? Like, I, and I know we've talked about several times, you can never predict what, how you're going to react in those situations, but that's something that, like, I don't think is unrealistic for them to, like, completely deny what their eyes are showing them. Yeah. Although I will say, 
the visual depiction of Danny dissociating when she, that was stunning. I mean, my kneecaps started to sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I had an actual reaction when I was like, oh my God. Like say what you will about the representation of mental illness in this movie, but the visual depiction of how it feels to dissociate and derealize when you're witnessing something truly traumatic, like, oh my God. Yeah. Like I was like, I think anyone watching this, even neurotypicals, will see that frame and know exactly what's happening. Yeah. I, I was like, that was just like such a beautiful, beautiful, stunning moment. Yeah. Like I felt yeah. seen. <laughs> by yeah. how like everything around her went fuzzy but like it was still so crystal oh my god yeah and i think that's something it's a reason why i do enjoy this movie is because of the visuals like all of the visuals are just arguably stunning like i mean even the when they're driving to the commune and the camera flips and then you're just watching everything upside down because you are entering this like other world, other universe, like <laughs> like in Stranger Things when you're talking about the upside down is like you're going into the upside mm -hmm. down now. Like things are not going to be, but then it that, I think that also is like oh things are not going to be what you see all the time, you know. And and it's just the cinematography <coughs> is just incredible. The visuals that they have here, and I just think the i will say that all the way through i think the direction of the movie is consistent concrete yeah yeah i didn't listen i didn't hate the movie yeah <laughs> yeah i had a reaction to it that was very akin to my reaction to insidious mm -hmm. where i was fully in the world i was like i wasn't really looking at my phone i mean there were times where i lost interest of course but like i was watching it and i was like yeah this is convincing i'm i've surrendered to the world that this movie's creating and then it gets to a point where i'm like oh this is really stupid <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. see when you say that the direction is very consistent i gotta say like there's a moment i don't know what the exact moment is but it starts to feel like it's not over yet like we're still doing things and I think I maybe it's around that. the time when like Christian's just having a full on meeting where he's like, okay, I guess I'm going to have sex with this 16 year old and like, cool, I'm going to do drugs and like, cool. My moment of that was a little bit earlier. I don't even really remember what it was. I think they were at another meal, like yet another one. And I said, I think I'm ready for this movie to be over. Yeah. I think it yeah. was right after the her meal after the yeah. May Queen was and it, they were all like at the table and it was like right after that they were like going for like a carriage ride and Wendy just looked at me and just like I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just um, because I'm sorry. like the the pace of it was so consistent and so yes. like although I like I say that but it didn't feel slow. It just felt very legato mm -hmm. and very like this happened then we take a couple steps and then this happens and there's no real like ekg like there's no there's no mini climaxes and like there's really i don't know it's like it doesn't feel like there's any variation in pace yeah and there are like horrifying moments like the thud and the crunch but like 
for the yeah. most part, even though it didn't feel like I was sitting on the sofa for two and a half hours, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, re- I'm ready for this movie to be over. Yeah. I think it could have had a half hour cut and we wouldn't miss anything from it. Yeah. Um, this is such a, like, a small little thing that struck me. Um, you know, this place is, like, really big on their traditions, obviously. That's the whole plot of the movie. They give her this herring as the May Queen. They say, you gotta eat the whole thing. It's good luck. And then she spits it on the ground. And they like, don't I feel kill like, her? Yeah. Even in my mom's house, if you spit the food on the ground, that is an affront. And everyone just laughs. I just needed to get it off my chest. I was confused. Um, also, <laughs> I... I'm really interested in your comment about the, uh, what do you call it? The bingo wheel? The, the, spinning... yeah, the, the, uh, the, the thing that drew, um, the thing, you, the choice for the her. Balls. Yeah. Yeah. The yes. bingo balls. Cause also they're sending out their, their kids to college. Like Pelly's in a PhD program. Mm-hmm. So how did that come about? How did he even apply? That's their yeah. like pilgrimage. Yeah. But, Okay, you go from like living in the society where you're learning about like how to draw runes, you know, and like how to crush flowers. And then at some point you have to learn at least like technology. You got to have like a computer. You got to do like the common app. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it is 18 to 36. And I mean, to be in his PhD, he has to be, I guess, in his probably late 20s, maybe early 30s at that time. So um, his pilgrimage, your pilgrimage is for 18 years, in which time you probably could learn the technology and stuff like that as well. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. My it's not like a rumspringer. His... It's like a whole... Yeah. My dad got his PhD when he was 26, I think. I think my brother just did at 28. Because my parents got married in 87, and my dad was born in 1960. So he was at least 20... He was at most 27. I don't think he got his PhD and got married in the same year. So, okay. mid-twenties. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But what a long way, time they... to be away. Yeah, right? Although maybe maybe the same people who go on pilgrimage are the people who learned to weld the bingo trap. Ah, that's no. what it is. It was the a creative people... arts project that they brought home, and they were like, hey, maybe we could use this for something. The people who go to um, trade school on their <laughs> pilgrimage. <laughs> Exactly. Come back. <laughs> it's like I gotta tell you about this new thing. It's called Mega Millions. You guys are gonna love it. You guys are gonna love it. These balls fly out of nowhere, and if they come out in the right order, someone wins so much money. We should do that when we pick sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's the mortal lottery. <laughs> now, I would like to submit an alternate title for this movie: The Worst Trip Ever. <laughs> And it means trip, two things. obviously, has multiple meanings. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Ah, yeah. Maybe that was its working title. And they changed it. <laughs> and they yeah. changed it. Sure. I yeah. wonder if the people who actually celebrate Midsommar are, are offended. You know, the people who actually live in Horga, Harga? I don't know. It's apparently a real place, so. Yeah, yeah. Is it a real cult? Ooh, I, I didn't look. Uh, no pictures, so. <laughs> Hard to say. No, there are pictures, but the people who take them get their phones taken away and slaughtered yeah. before the pictures see the light of day. You know, casual. Yeah. Uh, question for the room. Yeah. Do you think Christian was assaulted? Would you call it an assault? Because he was on 
who was under the influence of substances that he did not know what was the substances. Probably, but I think you could make that argument about the entirety of the movie. Yes. I just saw a light debate online about it because they do technically ask him. They like sit him down. They're like this. He's like, yeah, but at the same time. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, no one tells anybody what's in what they're eating or drinking. Right. That's true. Well, and I think, yeah, there's that, there's that moment and he like agrees to it. And then the girl gives him drugs. And even though he's like, uh, he's like, I don't, I don't think so. He's like, I don't think I'm going to have a good trip. And then she's just like, no, you will. And like kind of forces him that way. And then when he gets in, they're like, here, sniff this. You don't know what's in that. I assume some kind of herbal Viagra, but um, I don't know. For vitality. For vitality. I, yeah. I. It's a tricky one because, like, even though he did agree he also was still manipulated to agree the whole time. So I don't know. I would say yes. Yeah. But I would yeah. say if you say that he was assaulted in that moment, everybody was, everybody was yeah. in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah. But there, one could make the argument that as soon as they got to the compound, they surrendered their autonomy. Ooh. So, but they didn't knowingly surrender their autonomy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like a good cult. Mm-hmm. State Farm is there. I was going to do the same thing. We're so simpatico. Wow. Simpatico. What do you think this election process is like? Because, like, I kind of don't understand how they choose, like, Connie and Simon. What is that? Yeah. yeah. I. I'm wondering if he, like, I don't know. It, it's it. I don't understand it. I don't. I really don't get it. Cause like, who would agree to that kind of thing? If we had a friend at Columbia who was like, "Come to Sweden with me for this weird midsummer," would you go? It's just for like, uh, what do they say? June to July. I don't know. Mid June to mid July. Yes. <laughs> oh, mids. Ah. Uh, I get it now. After seeing the movie, I'd probably have to do some research. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But prior, would you have said yes? Probably. I don't. I don't know. I'd want more information about it. You know, it's a tradition. It's you know, it's this weird custom. It's like theater. You'll love it. That sounds. You stay scary. with us. We give you food. You don't have to pay for anything other than the flight. I see you thinking about it. I would think about it, but I don't know. Well, because our judgment of whether we'd say yes has been colored by this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no Your beef way is to not know. with Sweden. <laughs> yeah. My right. beef is not. No, no, no. Sweden sounds It's amazing. with Ari Aster. It's with Ari yeah. Aster. <laughs> exactly. And then what would you have done at, like after those people jumped off the cliff? Would you be like, I'm getting out of here? Like Connie and Simon? Would you yeah. be like... I 1,000% would have tried to get out. And then ended up like Simon. Yeah. Who was still alive? Yeah, that's crazy. That was my question. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Because his face didn't look alive, but his lungs were breathing. So I don't don't understand that. Yeah. 
That's a that's a real hefty understanding of science. That yeah. is surprising for that commune, but again, they they had a welder, so yep. <laughs> I yeah, I would have, I definitely oh. would have left. Speaking of, Connie fully screamed, and no one said anything. That Do you was remember Connie. That? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they kept playing the screen yeah. and showing where everybody was and listening to it like hearing it but I no one like said anything about it like they all were like yeah interesting what was that but no one said anything and i was like okay but then danny's the only one that even mentions her because she's like oh where's connie yeah, have you seen in her? the kitchen like have you seen connie and they were like no come join us making meat pies which do you think the meat pies were from people do you think this is a cannibalistic element did they have enough people to make meat pies out of? Because we see their bodies towards the end. They were super tiny. They're so small. That's sporty. true. However, the, the two elders were cremated, so. Unless yeah. it was out of their organs that they harvested. Because they bury a liver towards the end. Yeah. I don't know. Did they bury the bear's liver? Or was that before the bear I was... I think that was before. Oh. Which I have no idea what that's supposed to represent. The bear? Uh, no, the the burying of the rice and the liver and the whatever on top. I have no idea. New growth. I don't know. The harvest. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something about like the four humors and what the liver represents that might tie into this. Okay. That's that's your that's where your what is it yellow bile or black bile is? Oh. Hmm. And mm -hmm. the, the four humors mm -hmm. mean different things. Like, uh, you got Jim Carrey, you got Dave Chappelle, you got, um, would you say Richard Pryor? Is that too old of a, re a reference? Uh, I should throw a female comedian there. It's that um, Taylor Tomlinson could be the fourth. I don't know. Sure, sure. The four yeah. humorists. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're giving, you are increasing the, like, intelligence level of this content so much more and than we, what we normally give. I have we are no bringing idea what you're talking about. We're bringing it so far down. I have no clue. I think Brie and I just stared at each other like, You've never heard of the four on? humors? No. No. What are you what? saying? We are obviously <laughs> stupid, Wendy. I went to art school. <laughs> it's Shakespearean. <laughs> we went oh. to school in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I also need chapstick. Morgan, we're just on it together. We're... <sighs> Simpat si simpatico? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's us. Look at us! Except for about this movie. But... Yeah, well... Yes. I think that's... I remember the first time we watched it, we had an in-depth conversation about um, emotionally abusive relationships because I was like, I don't understand why she is letting this happen. And you were like, it's not letting it happen. We need to sit down and have a discourse. And when I watch <laughs> this movie, I feel like I understand you on a deeper level through Danny. I hope that's not offensive if I say that. <laughs> um, uh, You're not the same as no. Danny, obviously. I, I hope that doesn't need to be said, but I understand things. <laughs> about me now yeah I, I see you I don't know how I should feel about that just in general but like you know I'll take it I also we did have a comment that I, I really like how Florence Pugh is like a real person who looks like a real person like she yeah. she's great she's stunning 
but stunning. she looks real and not she's not like, stunning in the way that like you watch gal gadot and wonder woman and you're like nobody looks like this holy yeah. shit like if this woman was walking through the street people would stop what they were doing <laughs> yeah or margot robbie in literally anything uh yeah, yeah. you know she's playing barbie yep which is mm-hmm. so fitting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i heard florence Pugh might play madonna so oh, like that's a choice that. i like that that is sure a choice you well, have very different singer. reactions. Florence Pugh is a singer. That's how she got yeah. to fame. She has a YouTube channel. She plays yeah. acoustic yeah. guitar and sings. They sure. almost like lullabies. Yeah. Yeah. They're so nice. Sweet. Yeah, we love Florence Pugh. I, I don't know why it feels like an insult to say that she's not like Gal Gadot, but it's actually a compliment. It's the opposite. It's so Florence, like I know you're listening. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> yeah. So. I adore her. And her acting is just phenomenal. Like, I do feel personally victimized by her, as we've discussed before. There's something special about having actors that are the exact same age as you now, where you're like, oh, that's oh. what you're doing. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here, and you're over there. Having a cool. sex scene with Harry Styles. Uh, that trailer <laughs> looks so good. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so. Excited. What are we talking about? Um, Don't worry, darling. Ah. That trailer dropped and it looks great. Okay. I'm very intrigued at at this direction for Olivia Wilde. Truly. Sure. Do we think Harry is gonna be like an actual actor? Uh, it's hard to tell. He was in Dunkirk. Sure. He was like barely in Dunkirk. Yeah, but that's still a movie that. role that yeah. his girlfriend was not connected with. True. True. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh weird. Or hmm. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> nah, he's fine. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. where were we in this movie? I feel like we're bopping around. I completely have lost it. Yeah. We're bopping all around. over. Yeah. <laughs> there's um this interesting element of the movie where people make like sympathy noises which is equal parts scary and also seems like maybe it would be really therapeutic um yeah i've heard that in the filming process it was like really therapeutic yeah um i enjoy that i just remember so at the beginning well (laughs) at the at the cliff diving scene um (laughs) the spelunking the spelunking yes (laughs) And that is the sound that is made once they hit the ground. Spelunk. Spelunk. Are you proud of yourself for that? I am really proud. I'm very funny. Um, Fuck, now I lost my train of thought. Free. When they jump and the guy doesn't die, everybody's like, Yes, 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 yeah. Wendy looked at me and she was like, oh, are they just mad that their, like, plan didn't go as planned? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Mom. Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was like, oh, are they just freaking out? Like, it didn't work. And I'm like, my theory with all of those are that they, in... In their culture, they want to feel all feelings together. Yeah. And so that's how I've interpreted it every time. Because, you know, whether it's pain, whether it's fear, whether it's grief, whether it's pleasure. Like, they all do that together. Like, it's not just an individual experience. It's a group experience. Which, let's be real... I don't 
think I'd like anyone else being present when I'm having sex. Um, well, you haven't tried it yet, so... True, but... Don't yuck their yum, Morgan. I'm not yucking anyone's you, yum. Lindy. I'm saying yes. it's not... I don't think it's my yum, <clears throat> sure, personally. Sure. Uh, especially yeah. that old woman pushing his ass helping in the end. Him finish. Helping yeah. him finish. That was... Um, I don't think that would be enjoyable for... Also, there was no clitoris stimulation, and I'm upset about that. Well, she was trying to get pregnant, so, you know, I don't think she was trying to... I don't want to assume what she was trying to do, but (laughs) it seemed like very clear. I mean, I know Mark's question was meant to be annoying about their sleeping arrangements, but, like, do you think they masturbate? Do you think that's allowed in this commune? I don't know why it wouldn't be allowed, but I feel like people just, like, wouldn't know about it. Don't? Because you don't have, it's not like you're going to die, you know, so. <clears throat> I'd like to get a guy's perspective on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, we don't wake up with morning wood. So. I d- can't relate. No, I definitely, I shouldn't divulge too much of this podcast. Never mind. I was going to make an inappropriate joke. I'm going to put it back in my pocket. Wait, you should do it and I can cut it out, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Just like this piercing makes it so that I'm very aware of my situation all the time. And I would say that I understand intimately what it's like to have sensitivity. Not the way that men do, but I, you know, I get it. That's good to know. Good to know for what? (laughs) Just for my own. Just like what a piercing would do there. I don't know why I just imagined you like tickling me with a feather like when I get you <laughs> it's good oh to know um, yeah. I also didn't know that you had that pierced as well you didn't? no I thought it was just your nips my hips? your nips my nips oh no I have five so five nipples? <laughs> five piercings <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you are just a card. <laughs> I'm a wild card, baby. Yeah. I thought you knew. Well, we haven't seen each other in so long. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Um, I can imagine though that that's uh yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um yeah, it's just interesting. Like I wonder what if they're allowed to have sex with pleasure, if that's like what your pilgrimage is also just like, or if it, if everyone from the communes just like not sexual beings, like it's only for reproduction. Like I'm, I'm interested yeah. in that aspect of things. But Pele, when Danny wins May queen, he fully kisses her, kisses her. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like a peck. It's like a smooch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, they have to, like, bring in outsiders, they said, so that they can make babies, because they don't want incest to be a thing unless they're, like, making a profit, you know? Mm -hmm. So, unless they have enough outsiders who are just there, people aren't really encouraged to have sex with each other or something, because the bloodlines, I don't know. Which I feel like that's one thing that could have been cut out of this movie, and it wouldn't have made it the movie any different was that profit thing i agree i don't i that was so unnecessary and i don't know where it fits with anything yeah 
And I read somewhere, somewhere about um, some of the stuff in this movie that's really inspired by Swedish customs. Like a lot of the drawings, I guess, are in uh, an authentic style. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the, the incest child um, is like a random addition that they probably just had for, I mean, the visual sensation, sure, of what he looks like. And then there's a thing in horror movies where they'll just use disability as other, you know? And I mm-hmm. think it's a shame to see such an intelligently written movie fall into that same trapping because we could do without. Yeah. Because it really wasn't necessary to the story whatsoever. Yeah. Is it supposed to be scary? Do you think? Probably, but like that's fucked up. Yeah. Because that's like, you know, it would be one thing if they kind of drew him like the, what do you call the like thumb people from Spy Kids, you know, like <laughs> there's no actual disability that turns your head into a thumb, right? But like the kid in this movie, you could see someone in real life perhaps with that kind of yeah like facial symmetry and then it just feels mean-spirited. It feels like yeah. punching down. And that's what every time, even when we initially watched it, God, before, <laughs> that was like when I first moved here in like 2019. Um <laughs> that it just doesn't sit well with me i don't i don't like that aspect of things it just like you said it just seems mean-hearted when it's like so unnecessary yeah yeah i don't i don't like that part and um i think in about five days i will probably have forgotten that there was that profit in there at all yeah yep I forgot yeah. about it until we started watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a thing, apparently. He doesn't really prophesize anything in the movie, right? No. No, he's, like, barely in it. He writes yeah. the runes and paints over them. Yeah. So. I think he paints, and then they write out the runes. Although he, he does saying. kill Josh. No, someone else was there. He's part of it. He's the person wearing Mark's face. He's the one that kills him. No, there's a there's another person in white with the hammer. There. Yeah, with a hammer. Right. Because the the, he's Mark's facing. Face. No, no, he's no. facing the guy with he's Mark's face because he sees him face. and he stops and he's shocked and then from behind the hammer hits him in the head. Yeah. And then when and he it's looks by up, a person in white. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's someone else. Got it. I would imagine. You know, I don't want to stereotype. This is a really offensive thing. Do you think that the uh, incest kid has the arm strength? Does that mean <laughs> he just looks like he has a lot going on? <laughs> And he just mostly lays in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I just think... can't see him wielding a hammer. Not even a hammer. What do you call this? This is a this is a big old lumberjack kind of A mallet. Axe? Mallet yeah. mallet's a better one. <laughs> mallet. A wooden axe. <laughs> yeah. Not to say that children of incest cannot lift weights. They can't commit murders. They can do everything we can do. Probably <laughs> I don't I'm sorry. If you're a child of incest, I wanna be clear. Yes. <laughs> How are you going to finish that sentence, Bree? That I see you. And I didn't mean to say anything offensive. Some of my best friends are products of inbreeding. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I truly am at a loss for that. I don't know. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Yeah, I almost don't know what else to say about Yeah, I just... 
I really do like the the scene where they're all crying together. Can you imagine filming something like that? Like that had to be really uh, just the most out of body experience to film we should try something it. like that. Do you want to hold each other's faces and just scream for a while? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, a good scream into the void together <laughs> sounds like exactly what I need. Yeah. How long do you think you could last living with these people? <laughs> you know? oh, I'd be one of the first to die because yeah. I'd be the first to try to leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on? They'd try to hand me drugs and I'd be like, sir, I'm straight edge. Oh, weren't there like other? Well, you take the well maybe. I know. <laughs> maybe they were like members of the cult, but didn't it look like at the beginning of the movie that there were a bunch of outsiders? Yeah, like more than the ones were introduced to. It looked like there were clumps of other people. Maybe those people went home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they didn't really penetrate the perimeter. Yeah. There they was just came, did mushrooms, did, and leave. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd do that, but then I'd leave. Like, yeah. when Pele parked the car and got out, there were a lot of people in, like, civilian clothes. Yeah. That's another thing. That also could be people coming back from their pilgrimage, though, because Pele was be. in regular clothes. That's another thing. During the final sacrifice, their costumes were so um, rich and colorful. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the girl that Christian, the girl whose virginity Christian took, she was wearing, like, Red. It was all white still. It was mostly white, but like she had a lot of like rich, deep red, and she was wearing red lipstick too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super um, interesting. Thematic. So, <laughs> one of my favorite um, sympathy screaming moments, I guess, was when the guy was on fire and he started to freak out and everybody was, like, acting like they were burned. There was a lot of, like, really interesting body work, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of, like, people just. I can't even do Clawing at their own skin? Yeah. Yeah. Theater foundations, anybody? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Someone went to theater foundations. That's for sure. (laughs) That was our theater class. Our beginner theater class. Physical acting. Yep. Yep. And apparently, um, I don't know if this is true. If you're a Swedish listener, write in. But apparently in Swedish, they say to them, um, eat of the tree and feel no pain or whatever, because they give them something to eat before they sacrifice it. Yeah, and but the tree has all kinds of symbolism too. Yeah, oh, that like I know. In, kind of... um, Titus Andronicus and Harry oh. Potter. Yeah, because um, the the Death Eaters, right? The yew tree is called the Death Eating Tree. Yeah, because they plant yew trees in um, graveyards mm. because the um, the roots the roots feed on the nitrogen given off. By the dead bodies That's so so, so yew tree roots dig into like caskets and stuff and feed on the the gases that are given off by um decomposing bodies oh my god that's and so, so cool. cool voldemort's wand is um, made of you is made of you yeah yeah, yeah. wow that's why it's made called, of me that's why his <laughs> cults are called death eaters that's so cool that's so cool what is it like to be smart I don't know. I'll ask somebody and let you know. (laughs) I'll ask a smart person and report back. (laughs) I read those books like religiously. You guys, it feels like you're telling me that for the first time. I know. I know. Well, that's that like post she who must not be named. Yeah, I did this on purpose. Canon. Uh, 
Yeah, it's Dumbledore like, was gay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We yeah. don't mention it, but it is. Yeah. Just uh, privately gay. He didn't feel the need to tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's above it. Yeah. Oh my god. Classic. But I was um, going to say that, you know, that guy seemed like he was in a lot of pain on fire. That's all. Was he in a lot of pain or was he like... I'd say he was in a lot of pain. Acting. I don't think pain. he to finish that sentence. <laughs> he was being burned alive. Yeah. But they said that, but they said that it wouldn't they wouldn't feel anything. Yes, because they're liars. They fucking lied. The cult oh. of liars. Oh. To make the prospect of dying before age thirty-six a little bit less of a big pill to swallow. But wouldn't they know that then? I mean they had to have known that like this is what happens with Maybe everybody. all the people that are alive telling them it's not gonna hurt have never died before. They said no, they did the no. sacrifice every 90 years, didn't they? Oh, it's every 90 years? Oh, another multiple of nine. Wow. <laughs> True. Yeah. This, like, big ritual sacrifice with the bear and all is, like, an every 90 okay. years kind of thing. Okay, 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 okay. That makes sense. Because I was like, if they see it every year, like, they would know that the people on fire are actually in pain. But I guess every 90 years makes sense. And yeah, also, every year is not sustainable. And also... True. None of the people outside of the hut have ever been in the hut. So what the fuck do they know? Maybe they think the people who are being burned alive are screaming out of exhilaration. Oh, sure. fair, fair. Maybe they have no concept. But it in their, like, faith or whatever, sacrificing yourself and releasing your soul so that new life can grow is, like... The ultimate gift right right but uh i feel like knowing that i'm about to be baked in a yellow triangular oven wouldn't uh lessen the pain of yeah. being caught on fire while yeah. still fully alive yeah yeah Ugh. Ah. yeah they would need to tell me that if you eat this you won't feel anything that's the only way I would be like, actually, guys, can you open up? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I take back volunteering. <laughs> I take it back. here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I just am so bothered by the bear thing specifically because I, I overheat a lot. And I just, the idea of being in, a, in that much fur and there's a fire. <sighs> well, apparently, and you can't how move. Did, how much did her, I want to say she said her flower cape was like 50 pounds oh my gosh you can tell she was really struggling under that thing yeah yeah when and she was yeah. like trying to run she said it was yeah. so fucking hot i bet Ugh. yeah i can imagine it looked very hot i can't the things actors go through for real for real i was saying i don't know how she came back from this movie a fully formed fine yeah. individual they said action now cry cry harder <laughs> All right, good day, Florence. Come back tomorrow. Cry again. <laughs> and tomorrow we'll be looking deep into this person's eyes and screaming. Yeah. Enjoy. God. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun with it, guys. Yeah. Just really have a good time. Have a ball. I'm just imagining, like, one of those uh, male method actors we love so much doing this role. <laughs> this is being, like, legitimately traumatized from joining a cult because they couldn't do it unless they joined an actual cult. And then, like... <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. Does Wendy know how you feel about method actors? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. probably. 
It was yeah. a whole speech. I don't like them. I mean, <laughs> I think there are certain people who give a bad name to method acting. I don't think all method actors are bad. I think I the ones who sensationalize it are the bad ones. Well, and I'm not saying that they're bad actors. No, well, no. Actually, maybe I am. They're unsafe. I'm not saying that they're bad people, but like, I guess in my mind, if being fully put into that situation is the only way that you can get into a character, that's probably bad acting. But like, the thing is, that's not method. That's what everyone thinks is method because people sensationalize it. That's yeah. not method. That's not actually what method is. Right. It's not what, uh, what is it, Robert De Niro did in whatever that movie was where he, as Robert De Niro, just ran around New York City from sunset to sunrise and then came in filthy and sweaty and out of breath and kind of bloody and like filled a scene. That's not method. But that's what everyone <sighs> thinks method is because that's what is like, oh, I just like put myself in the shoes of this character. It's like, okay, yeah. but you did it in such a fucking unsafe way. Right. Right. Like Jared Leto, literally, Sally Field is a method actor. Yeah. Yeah. But she keeps herself safe. Right. Jared and I- Leto and Joaquin Phoenix are not method actors, but everyone thinks they are. The fact Because that- that's what we have come to be taught is method acting. Yeah. The fact that he literally, Joaquin Phoenix, during Joker, they would do, like, fight rehearsals and shit. And then he was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to improvise all my fight scenes. So you guys just follow Mm -hmm. me. The fact that he did that is so shitty. Because, first of all, there's a lot of rehearsal that goes into that in terms of cameras and shit with fight Mm -hmm. scenes. Second of all, we do not want to actually punch people in the face and hurt them. Mm-hmm. It is called acting for a reason. But why is Joaquin Phoenix running the set? Where's the director? Exactly. Well, Todd Phillips, I don't think... Uh, I think he's Still. like, Joaquin Phoenix? Well, no, I think he's in huge support of that type of shit. He's like, oh my god, that's so good. You're just like, just so true of an actor. It's like, no. If you're a real actor... You can use your imagination. You can play pretend a little bit. I wonder how much of that is just like, man, I don't want to psychoanalyze Joaquin Phoenix, but knowing his backstory, it seems like mm. somebody who wants to maybe feel that pain for other reasons too. Mm. It's not just because I want the scene to be good, like I just want you to hit me kind of thing. But um, it's one thing for people to hit him, and he consents to that. It's a whole other thing of for course. him to hit other people. Yeah. One of my teachers said, acting should not be therapy, but it should be inherently therapeutic. Yeah. I like that. You should not go on stage saying, I'm going to deal with my shit right now. But you should go on stage and make discoveries about your character and therefore about yourself. Yeah. I like that. Well said. And I think to come, to circle back, I think Florence Pugh does a very good job of that, at least from my interpretation. It doesn't seem like she has fully lost herself in that kind of role and it's just the fact that her next role was amy in little women i'm Mm -hmm. like that's incredible you know um what is it about these method actors that the dangerous ones tend to be male (sighs) 
there's not as many crazy stories about like female actresses uh, going so hard with their method acting that they're jeopardizing a set. And Wendy I and I just you. stare at you with eyebrows raised and the. Uh... There's probably well, I mean, obviously, about... obviously, women can't get away with as much. That's not what I mean. I literally mean like there aren't as there aren't as many tales of act. I mean, there's plenty of tales of like Marilyn Monroe and Judy Garland on set for like specific reasons being like difficult to work with. I don't mean like that. Right. I mean like why are there no actresses that are like I can't act unless I bleed, you know? For their I would own like reasons. I would like to posit that women have less trouble creating. Uh, or accessing times in their lives where they've faced adversity and danger. So they don't have to reach as far. Yeah. Just yeah, that makes sense. That's, and that's yeah. what I was saying. I, I, I definitely, yeah, like there is a certain stigma around women also taking it to that level. Um, so it, or like, like yeah, if, if a woman took it to the level level of Joaquin Phoenix, I feel like she would be labeled as crazy. <laughs> like, like I feel like there is a stigma around that, but also, uh, yeah, I, I just think, like Wendy said, it's just a lot easier for women to access darker parts because just inevitably... Real shit. Of what we go through, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what uh, Florence Pugh's process was like for this character. And also, there is potential that men are given harder roles. Mm. Yeah. True. I hear that. But, like, I mean, my favorite teachers, when I was in acting school, like... 85% of what they talk to us about is like there are ways to keep yourself safe. I mean, I have a teacher who is very close friends with Mickey Rourke and she's like, he lost himself and that's why we take the care and the time that we do to teach you how to enter a rehearsal space and leave a rehearsal space and close out your work because certain people do not close out their work and they stay in this psychological space where they are in danger. Mm -hmm. Like, and if, if I was in class and someone would do an exercise where they really open themselves up to be vulnerable, she would say the same thing to these people. Like she would say, what I saw today was so profound. Make sure you sit in a chair Fully let the chair hold you, close your eyes, get back in touch with your breath, with your head, with your heart, with the space around you. And she would say, like, let yourself know in the deepest possible way that your work is over for now. And she would look these people in the eye after they did that and she would say, you might feel strange when you leave this class today. She said, if you cross the street, look both ways twice. You know, like if if you go somewhere in the outside world, make sure you take better care of yourself than normal. Make sure you eat, make sure you drink. If it let your drink water, like if if there's if it that seems like that's not gonna come as second nature to you, set a water alarm. She like makes sure that like we take the care of ourselves that like we need to take. And she told this story about Mickey Rourke, like 
not closing out his work like not on one occasion that like ruined him forever it was like in everything he did he would like take parts of his characters with him and that's very unsafe for people to do mm-hmm. so like getting to a point where you leave what you did in the room or in your rehearsal space or your performance space and being able to get to a place where you can access this however your process is and then closing it out that's why a lot of um, intimacy coordinators when they Mm -hmm. rehearse they have you tap in so you do a high 10 with your partner to like give yourself a little jolt to signify the beginning of the rehearsal and then when you're done you tap out so you give mm-hmm. your, your partner another high 10. So it's a very clear bookend. And there's no confusion about what happens in rehearsal versus maybe that wasn't rehearsal. So it's, it, it's like in school, they're like, you have to make sure that when you're acting, you know you're acting. But we're going to teach you how to access parts of yourself that will help you be a good actor but also like share your humanity with the world Mm. but do it in a way that isn't going to be damaging to you and i'll get off my soapbox (laughs) no that's really i think that's really important and there were a couple teachers that i had that really went into that at columbia um and i think i think another thing that probably helps with that and especially with a role like this too is like the costuming and just like the environment just in general like I feel like with costumes personally it's so much easier to like get out of a character because you're literally stripping that off for the day and then you're like okay I get to put on my clothes and Mm -hmm. go home to me um I mean yeah for an example John Bernthal wears his own shoes during the Punisher and that bothers me because that's a part of himself that blurs the lines between John Bernthal and Frank Castle. Mm. And The Punisher is a dark show. Yeah, I feel like with that, sometimes it it depends on the role. Like, there are some people in, um, <laughs> in One Tree Hill, because I've been listening to their podcast lately, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, that was like my shirt. And it was fitting because at this time in my life, I was coming in and like, this is actually what I was like transitioning to. Like, I was adding more oh. of myself into the character. But that could be so unsafe. <laughs> but also, I mean, I guess that gets into another technique, though, because then there are other acting techniques that do use yourself and like your memories and what's going on you're listening to a one tree hill podcast <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry i know how important it is to you i'm sorry i'm crying oh it's not that important to me i just like the women that are involved in it and they were talking about our ex- their experiences personally and like i think it's really important that they do um, because they didn't have a good producer and it sounds like their producers were pieces of shit. So that's important to like for women, I think in, in the industry in general, but like other than that, this, the podcast itself is like fine. I just like the women, but I'm sorry. I wasn't laughing at you. Yeah, you were. It's okay. I was. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's okay, baby. I never uh, thought about the concept of costuming being so important as like a low budget filmmaker right now, like a student yeah. filmmaker. Uh, I never would have thought that 
I mean, it's just so common to be like, well, what do you have at home? Like, we're right. not going to pay for your... And that's why I think sometimes it, it just kind of depends on the role. Like, I don't know. There are some... There are also some film roles where people... I mean... <laughs> Pete Davidson has never played him or has never not played himself. <laughs> He's constantly just Pete. And there are like, I mean, if you look at Stanislavski, a lot of his is using your own personal memories and your own like personal shit to like mm -hmm. dig into what a character is feeling. But I still think having that separation and like finding that balance is important of mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is me, but also it's not. And like the way I'm reacting to it is not me. And like differentiating those characters in order to keep yourself safe is obviously like the most important thing. Yeah. But I do think that there are some ways that you can still include yourself in a character and have that not be, um, unsafe yeah and what a good case for acting school because you know there's yeah. always somebody who's gonna say you don't need to go to school for that and like this is something that you won't necessarily learn just by auditioning right. and being there's always something to be gained from more education absolutely Agreed. i always say that if i could be paid to be a student for the rest of my life that would be my chosen career in a heartbeat same yeah. i'd just love to learn like it was so one of my coworkers the other day she's such a gem she literally just told me like the whole history of Joan of Arc because she mentioned her in some way and I was like oh like I know the name Joan of Arc like obviously but like I don't really know the details of it she's like let me tell you and then just gave me this whole education on Joan of Arc and I'm like it's so cool to like see these things that people have such a passion for and it could be like the most random of things and then just to hear them talk about it I just I think that's like the coolest thing in the world mm -hmm. um so yeah sharing <laughs> Which, speaking of, should we maybe take, like, a five-minute break and sure. then uh, do some trivia? Okay. Trivia. Let's do it. Um, hey. Okay, there's a lot of trivia on this one. Getting back into it. So, first things first. When the film was released in Sweden, rather than eliciting fear in the audience, many people laughed. Many many Swedish critics praise the film as an excellent black comedy. Hmm. Um, most of the Swedish dialogue spoken by the Hargan natives is deliberately not subtitled in order to create the sense of isolation for the audience and especially for the foreign visitors, which, like, amazing. Film was mostly shot in Hungary. Okay. <laughs> Strangely enough. Um... Mark displays an extreme phobia of ticks, which is based on Ari Aster's real-life fear of bugs and illnesses. Like Mark, Aster wore two pairs of socks over his jeans to ensure he would not receive bug bites. Cool. I didn't even notice that oh, I did. from Mark, I, that he wore two socks. I did. Um, I also really, really hate ticks. And he has a really funny monologue. Well, it's not really a monologue, but you know, he has this whole little thing about, like, my grandpa had limes. Really fucked him up. Is that a joke? <laughs> I know, I saw that, I was like, or I heard that, and I was like, oh my god. True. I did notice, I don't think I noticed the two pairs of socks or the fact that they went over the jeans, but I did remember processing the fact that he was constantly in jeans and long sleeves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ari Aster's visual references for Scandinavian folk horror are black narcissist, hard to be a god, 
sorry, Black Narcissist, 1947, Hard to Be a God, 2013, uh, Macbeth, 1971, and Tess, 1979. Um, the what? film was. That's it? They're not going to talk about The Wicker Man? As if he didn't watch The Wicker Man before he made this? I. I hope it's Don't mentioned lie, sometime Ari. later. No, we, yeah, we all know it's. Girl. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Um, film was greenlit on. Oh, you know, but I mean, it, it does specifically say Scandinavian folk horror. Okay, but the know. similarities, I think, are too. Too, yeah. Mm. Um, says the film was greenlit on May 18th. 2018 and premiered on June 18th, 2019, marking an unusually short production period for a wide release theatrical film. And production was announced immediately after Hereditary, which was released in 2018. Um, Several details in the movie, and this is going to be a long one, all right? Several details in the movie are depictions of actual Swedish folk customs and old beliefs. The Midsummer Night was considered one of the most magical nights of the year in older Swedish culture, uh, a night when magic and supernatural beings could more easily affect humans. Therefore, this night is connected to many different customs and traditions, originally intended to protect yourself, your family, livestock, etc. from dark magic or to make use of the good magic. Uh, Picking flowers while walking backwards is a local variation on a very common midsummer tradition. You pick seven or nine different kinds of flowers while following specific rules. Um, The rules can vary in different parts of the country. Um, Having to walk backwards is a common rule, as is having to cross seven fences and having to stay quiet during the whole procedure. The flowers are then placed under your pillow, and during the night, you supposedly dream about your future husband. Gross. Um, (laughs) Gross. Eating a heavily salted herring, starting from the tail, fills the same purpose as picking flowers. Herring in all shapes imaginable is also one of the traditional foods served during midsummer. Uh, Dancing around a decorated pole really is a big part of the midsummer celebration. Um, In reality, the most widely used songs and dances are very simple and old children's music games. Like when they play Skin the Fool? Do you remember that scene? (laughs) Oh, the kids are just playing Skin the Fool. That's fun. And it's kind of fun that when they do skin mark, they put him in a fool's hat, like a jester's hat in the Mm. wheelbarrow. I don't know if you noticed that, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. He looked like a jester. Um, The the hat had jingle bells on it. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. He's like a chew toy for the dogs. (laughs) Tragic. Um. This is the fifth A24 film to be released nationwide without a platform release prior. The others were The Witch, makes sense, in 2015. Um, Free Fire, which I am not familiar with, in 2016. It Comes at Night in 2017 and Hereditary 2018. Um, I remember It Comes at Night and The Witch being such a controversy because people were like, you said this was going to be scary. <laughs> but for some reason people are like well i guess midsummer hereditary are legitimately more scary but i feel like all the 24 horror movies are more like think pieces than they are like Ooh. yeah i mean i don't think i would consider the lighthouse as like a scary movie but like it's weird <laughs> it has been called a horror movie though and yeah i struggle to argue why it's not I yeah guess. but it's not i just don't know what that movie's about i it's really <laughs> People have, have told me, but I was very oh. lost. 
I apparently it's it's the story of Prometheus. Is what the I the alien heard. movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. I was just being a dick. I hate you. Um <laughs> weren't in the aliens in that movie at all <laughs> unless you count the mermaid with the like detailed genitals <laughs> it answered the question that i've always been wondering which is what does mermaid genitalia look like you've been wondering for a while okay <laughs> ever since the little mermaid how can you not <laughs> you saw you know her really and you funny? thought i wonder what your pants look what you look like with your pants off you know what's really funny though i think during that movie when i first watched the little mermaid as a kid i thought that she just had like legs and that was like a skirt that you pull up <laughs> like the tail is just like you pull it up <laughs> that's like what their that's bodies cute. look like <laughs> i'm a weirdo um much to the chagrin of swedish horror fans the film was not released during midsummer in sweden but a few weeks afterwards um, which is just enough. unfortunate. Method viewing. <laughs> uh, in the movie, they use words May Queen and Maypole. This is misleading as Midsummer is celebrated by the end of June. Uh, Swedish word Maya in this case, originally means to decorate with leaves, which also makes sense, because, yeah. Um, early in the film, the college men are seated in the bar under a massive reproduction of the infamous Sophia Loren Jane Mansfield wardrobe malfunction photo. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what that is. So, okay, basically, they were at some dinner, and Sophia Loren is, like, giving side-eye to Jane Mansfield because her tits are, like, almost out of this dress. Like, it's so low-cut that it's amazing her nip isn't slipping out. And so you just see her looking over, like, mm, that's naughty. And it became famous. I wonder what I wonder what this represents, though. Like, why is this specifically noted? It's saying originally that way, but they took it out? That's Ariola. It literally is. Holy That's shit. Areola. Yeah. Yeah. I... Suddenly, I found a breast on my plate. What does that mean? <laughs> like, what no, is but that? What is the significance what of that? What is the significance of the that? The trivia is that it used to be there, but then he took it out? Is that what you're saying? No, it's that they're they're seated under that infamous oh. photo. It doesn't say what the that. significance of that is? No, it just says they're sitting under it. I mean, she died really graphically not long after that, but I don't know if it's related. I don't know. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And they specifically made note of that. Interesting. Um, there's something about Ariana Grande, but that, if I'm honest, I truly <coughs> could not care less about Ariana her. Grande was in this movie? No. Oh. She's apparently a fan of the film, calling it one of her favorite films of 2019. Who's writing this trivia? <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> Step it up, IMDb. <laughs> Florence Pugh appeared in two different 2019 movies in which her character wears a flower crown in significant scenes. As Amy March in Little Women, uh, she and other characters wore them during Meg's wedding. As Danny Arbor in Midsummer, she and multiple characters wore them in ritual contexts. The main poster and emblematic image for Midsummer depicts Pugh in extreme close-up wearing a flower crown and crying. Ayo. Oh. 
and Jack Rayner, who stars, who's Christian, played a cult member and temporary leader in the CBS All Access show, Strange Angel. Oh. That's, that's about it. That's the most interesting of them. Um, you would think that a movie like this would have so much more... Yeah, I like, don't know why, like, where... of all of the references that this movie has to, like, other films and other art. Yeah. The one that they pick out is one that's, like, arguably the least significant. I'm very confused in terms of why that's listed as trivia. I'm confused about why it's in the movie, though, because that feels yeah. like a pulled reference. Like, that would distract me if I had noticed it. It would have taken me out of the story because that's, like, it's so unrelated to the universe of the movie to have that picture. Right. The like why everything else feels so intentional yeah i don't i don't know it's so weird um yeah i heard that ari aster is doing a comedy next which is interesting oh, fun. yeah i'd be intrigued by him doing a comedy it's, it's hard because i do feel like there are some like pretty comedic moments in this still oddly enough um while being in a horrific kind of reality that these people are in um, but I think it's, an, it'll be an interesting step for him to take. I know nothing about this guy, so I, I have no preconceived notions about his work. Yeah. I just gotta see Hereditary. Yeah, I'm almost sad that I showed you this prior to Hereditary, because... I think Hereditary's better, though, so now, like... That's true. You got this out of the way. Yeah, now I would agree. Watch the main show. I would agree. I think her. You can watch Tony Collette get snubbed again for an Oscar, which she clearly deserved it. Maybe she'll get a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, but... But I think I... horror as a genre is not taken seriously, much like comedy. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's in, like, two of the most iconic horror movies, and both times her performance is so good. It's like... Ugh. What's the other one? Six uh, the Sixth Sense. Oh, right! I've seen that one time when I was eight. <laughs> I've seen the ending yeah. of it one time when I was like 12. Although seen... 50 First Dates spoiled it for me. So I uh, <laughs> yes. I went into it fully knowing the, Same. the, the twist. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Hate to see it. Um, <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. 50 First Dates. Ah, I remember that. Oh my God. That's so funny. Speaking of um, um, manip- manipulative relationships. Wow. Is it unethical what he's doing to Drew Barrymore? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. No. Oh. Because maybe by the end when they're on a ship and she can't get away from him if she makes the choice to get away from him. But I guess they are married. But. And but, on their honeymoon, I guess. Or no, not their honeymoon. They have a fucking kid. But he. Every day. Wakes up before her. Gives her the information she needs to move forward with her life. Like, yeah, let's get into a psychoanalysis of Fifty First Days. <laughs> Why like, not? He says to her dad one day she like before he even starts this experiment. He says like, "What's gonna happen when she wakes up and realizes that she aged fifty years overnight?" And he said, "You know something? I worry about that every goddamn day of my life." So he comes up with this videotape to be like, "Okay, well, this is gonna be a shock." However, you were in this accident. Blah, 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 blah. This is so funny that I'm talking about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta watch Fifty but, First Dates later. <laughs> right. But he makes sure to give her the space she needs to come mm. to a decision, and he puts himself in the videos like, "Hey, I'm Henry. 
yeah, I know his character name. Hey, I'm yeah. Henry. I love this movie. Hey, I'm Henry. And we, this is your brother. He's still alive. Like, this is your dad. Like, we're all here for you. We all know you and we love you. I am a part of your life. And we're all here for you. For whenever you have questions for us, we're here to answer them. He doesn't introduce himself. He, he like, fully is like, hi, I'm Henry. Like, here's this videotape. And then, like, puts the ball in her court to be like, oh, okay, well, now I have questions about what happened to my fucking head. Yeah. And why I'm like this. But, like, when she makes a discovery pre-videotape, she's like, I have to hear it from this doctor. He's like, well, you have heard it from him. It's like, okay, well, I, I like the videotape idea because he says, like, now it's it's her choice and she'll come to us when she's ready. So, like, by the time they're married with kids and she wakes up, she's alone in the room. She finds the videotape, puts it in, and then, like, learns all this information about herself. I think, arguably, and probably, um, um, What word am I trying to find? I think it's not very well done that she seems to have a slightly less and less reaction every time she sees the tape. I don't think that's logical. Mm. I think it should be as big of a shock. Every yeah, sure. Midsummer, 51st Dates, there's a pipeline there. Um, <laughs> we've created a pipeline. Yeah, we've, we've made the pipeline. <laughs> it was um, with you. Um, but, like, no, I don't think it's distasteful what he does to her. I don't think it's... I think he's giving her as much autonomy as she can have being a person with a disability. And I guess, I guess the question is, it's like, is it wrong? Like she obviously still, still deserves love and she still deserves, you know, quote unquote, normal life, you know? Um, Absolutely. And if the movie included all the days where she woke up and chose not to be with Adam Sandler's character, the movie I think would be a lot longer. <laughs> because it I'm might sure, be three hours long like I'm this. sure there are some days where she wakes up and she's like ugh because like when he was introducing himself to her every day before like you know when he made a bet with that guy at the restaurant there were times where she was like okay times she pretended not to speak English there were a lot of times where she rejected him yeah so I'm sure there were times in life where she rejected him yeah yeah but I also feel like you know once you, like, get married and have kids. I guess the the plot hole that there is with this is, like, what happens to that one morning when the kids just run in and wake you up? Like, right. Or when she wakes up pregnant before she's put in the videotape. Or if she wakes up and walks out before she even notices the videotape is there. There is yeah. a lot resting on her waking up on that side of her, of, of her body mm -hmm. to see, to have the videotape be the first thing she sees every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to like waking up and being in the middle of the fucking Arctic Ocean. <laughs> I mean, like, <sighs> yeah. it needs to be automatic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know that coffee machine that it's like an alarm. So when you wake up at eight a.m., it starts making you coffee. It needs the, to be that. The tape needs to play. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway. Anyways. Fifty first dates. That's my uh, cinematic in-depth analysis of fifty first dates. So what Thanks for you... having me. <laughs> our pleasure. Truly. Thank you. Really, you've spiced up our. <laughs> I can't um, wait till the next one. You should recommend the movie next time you're on. Oh my, my god. god. Well, yes. I already made a recommendation that Morgan hasn't seen, but she made it clear to me that you have seen it and hate it. 
Uh oh. The Conjuring. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like hide and clap. I think that's so deliciously scary. That's like my the only yeah. scene that I'm like. Grr! Do you want to play hide and clap? Obsessed. But yeah, no, it's not for me. But I would love to rewatch it. Um, my my memory lasts like on average a month. So I honestly don't remember why I don't like it, but I felt the same about Midsummer. And then I rewatched it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, this is right, yeah. It's not a bad movie. No, 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 definitely not. But body it's a good bingo movie. Really I just took don't me like out it. of the world. <laughs> okay, what what is the rating? When do you go first, our lovely guest? Oh, I don't know how the rating system works. One out of ten. One out of ten? Yeah. Ten being, like, the best. 6.8. Ooh. You came up with that so quickly. <laughs> I like that too. That's good. Six point eight. Or six point nine because they have to be multiples of three. Multiples of nine. Sorry. Yeah, right. Sixty nine. I like what that. What is thing. your um, reasoning? Well, they get three demerits easily for body bingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> it's the send in the clowns of this movie. And you I know say, all my triggers. <laughs> I would say the other point one demerit. I don't know, man. I I would say just the fact that it was greenlit very clearly before they read the rest of the script. Yeah. 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 In some ways, I feel the same about us. I think there was like a promising new director that made a really successful horror movie and they said, make what you want. And then there was not as much oversight on some of the finer details. Where did they get matching costumes and scissors? There's these questions I have. Anyway, we'll watch us later in the podcast. I also don't like that movie. Yeah, yeah. We Actually, watched that together. That was a... Also, maybe the point one demerit is the fact that there's no uh, information online I can find comparing Midsummer to... Or the painting at the beginning of Midsummer to Beethoven's Freeze. Yes. Yeah. And yep. no information comparing it to Wicker Man, which Wicker is Man. obviously. Yeah, a huge inspiration. Yes. And I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even seen. seen Wicker Man, and it's I know one of my that it's absolute huge... favorites. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Brie, what is your rating? I love a sixty-nine as well, a six point nine. I think that that's um, <laughs> that sounds right. Um, I'm like too bitter to give it a seven, even though it probably deserves even more. Cause like just it's so technically flawless. Um, I could tell a lot of like time and effort and care went into making this movie, and that's always my biggest complaint. Is like, man, movies cost so much money. I just wish you would give a shit. And they clearly gave a huge pipe and shit about what they made here, and I like that. I just don't like that. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven point two because seventy two is a multiple of nine. Oh sure, you know, yeah, yeah, I will give it a seven point two. Why not? And that's how old you'll be when you're forced to jump off a cliff. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I didn't think I'd even make it to then, so I would be like, <laughs> be like "Bye, bitches!" <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Um. I think I'm going to throw a wrench in all of the nines and uh, give it an eight. 8.1? 81? Is nine times nine? Give it an 8.1. I don't Come think it deserves on. an 8.1. Morgan, don't be a fogey. <laughs> I don't Come think on. it deserves that, that last tenth of a point. Fine, 8.1. We'll, we'll yes. keep it. 
We'll keep the well. Technically, six point nine is not a multiple. Sixty nine is not a multiple of nine. But it has so maybe six point three. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Knock it down a few (laughs) pegs. Yeah, sure, sure. Because it's not a seven point two. Yeah. I think my biggest issue and the biggest uh, point demerit for me personally is just how terrible the male characters are and how. I do think the male characters just tend to be caricatures of like real people. It just seems like commentaries. Yeah, they just they just don't seem real, and and I just think they're just all so shitty. Like even Josh and Pele, like they're supposed to be the good ones, quote unquote. But like Josh is still a fucking dick and like yeah. an idiot, even though he's supposed to be super smart. And Pele is obviously a manipulation or. A ma- manipulation genius, but he's so manipulative. Manipu- I can't say it. Manipulative. Manipulative. See, um, I would dis. Well, I would agree that they're caricatures. However, I think Mark is the most fully formed out of all four of them, and I think Mark is very artfully like. Yeah, he's. A, I do. He's a dick bag. Like he's terrible. He's yeah. but literally every line he has. You just laugh at how douchey it is. Yeah, but like yeah. that's still I know a exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah, when you know exactly who movie. he is. No, but the, like when he's not in the plot of the movie, mark. I feel like I see where this kid is. I know who he runs with. I know how he acts, and I can't say that about anybody else. We have all okay. met a Mark, but I know. But it still is just even with like how much he's vaping, like we noted before, and like all of that. It still is just to me a caricature of that fucking douchey ass guy, like that we all know. Like, and I think um, I Christian think- like loses some of his reality just by going along with everything because he's he's also like a douchey guy, but he's like a douchey guy hidden in that kind of like good guy's body, which is like still very relatable. It's still like a caricature. And Josh again, like I don't know, I just don't find them real or as fully fleshed out as I would the female characters. I think there's a lot more depth there. Um, and that's a big reason of why I want to rate it highly because I do think the female characters are, are super interesting and have a lot more conflict going on in, in their worlds versus the guys are, they literally go through, they're so static throughout the movie versus I think think the female characters all go through some kind of change here's Um, the thing is I think we agree and I think we're arguing the same side of the argument yeah but you don't like it and we do yeah I don't like that they're just static characters I I I, because I don't think that that's very human personally who are but these I other also... female characters that you think are so well fleshed out? Like other than Danny, oh. who are these women that you you know so much about that from was the my cult? Thought. I don't know. I just feel like there's there's more going on for even even behind, in the women in the cult. I just the feel like there's virgin more... whose sole tenet of her personality is the fact that she's a virgin who feeds men pubes. Yeah. Also, why did they kill him before they were sure she was pregnant? Was she not pregnant? That's what I thought. But she could feel it. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, like... <laughs> Teach me to use logic. Okay. Find that sample logic. Because you can feel that immediately after sex. No, I don't know. I guess I just... I feel like there's more interesting things going on there than with the men. The men just aren't interesting to me. Nothing's happening. But the women and their relationships with each other. I guess I'm not saying any other, like, fully fleshed out individual characters. But the female relationships to each other I find more interesting than stupid male ass relationships it just seems so fake and stupid 
I love how bitter you are about it. <laughs> That's my biggest point deduction. Everything else, I'm like, it's technically so beautiful. And, like, I honestly thought the story was entertaining. And I like the ending. Because um, I... I hate ambiguous endings. I don't think it's that ambiguous, but I think that's a difference. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It was ambiguous. It was ambiguous enough for me to dislike it. Uh, See, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. I feel like I personally feel like I know what happens, but then that also like, of course, I don't know what happens. But in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, she's a part of the cult now. Like this is her family and this is her life and. She, this is the place that she found acceptance. Um, and I also just, I love a good, a good for her moment, you know? I just love that just at the end, just like, you know, good for her. Good for her. I'm really excited for us to watch The Witch and compare the ending of that to the ending of this. That's another one that I've heard They is, share some similarities similar in terms of, yeah, I've seen the ending, um, like, image because that's all over the place in terms of advertisements for The Witch. Um, I hate that. Oh, that's such a shame. But yeah, I yeah. I guess for me it's so it's so technically beautiful and I I have found it to be entertaining every time and I but I it's not like I love it. Like it's not like I'm preaching its praises over here. Like it's technically beautiful just like all of Ari Aster's films thus far, but um it also has flaws and I'm here for that too. Yeah. So yeah. So that was Midsummer. That was Midsummer. Wow, we did it. We did it. Thanks, y'all. What are we watching next time? Too soon to say? Oh, Conjuring. Yeah. We already said that. Or Insidious. Or Insidious. Well, I hate them both, so I'm down for whichever one. Oh, you've seen them both. Okay. <laughs> um, I've seen them, but I've again, my memory. I've seen Insidious Chapter 2. I think I'm more interested in Insidious visually than the conjuring but maybe it's because i love i love my little demons you know i love like a spooky demon man in the corner <sighs> yeah i've seen that which that was a meme for a which while. have you seen more recently insidious then watch the conjuring okay you're gonna hate it either way so <laughs> well not, you know maybe i hated american psycho the first time i saw it and then i rewatched it and was like oh now i get it so maybe i just need to i need to watch that you what might hate dreamy, it. The first time. What a dreamy Christian Bale. Yeah. Mm. And oh. How do you let's feel just say it sorry, finish your thought. I was gonna say Jared Leto's character, it's a very satisfying end. So love to see that. Yes. Also it was inspired by the interview with <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise where he laughs and there's nothing behind those eyes. <laughs> Only floof. Um, Brie, have you seen, um, Midnight Mass? No. What's that? <gasps> it I gotta write is, it down. It's a television show. I think it's a s- eight or ten part miniseries. It's the guy who does Haunting of Hill House and Blind Manor, but it's okay. not part of a trilogy at all. Okay. It's a completely independent story. Similar cast, like with Bly and Hill House. Um. Victoria Pedretti is not in it. Um, but if you... Actually, I'm not even going to say anything. Um, I'm really interested because I think that there might be 
demons and devils in this based on the church themes. And if that's the case, then that's exactly my genre. <laughs> Have I... you watched like Haunting of Hill House and stuff? I was going to watch it. I started it. Same. I started the first episode and then I fell asleep and I haven't gone back yet. I'm really trying to like consume as much horror content as possible for the pod, at least for like the reviews that I'm writing. So I really will watch yeah. it. Um, especially now that Killing Eve has gotten so bad. Um, I, gotta... I honestly, I was even, I just finished season two and I'm even upset by the end of season two. So yeah, taking a long time to kill Eve. What? It's taking a long time to kill Eve. I just mean that it would be super easy and it would solve like most of the characters' problems to kill Eve, and yet nobody ever, you know. Nobody ever does. It's interesting. Well, well, where I left off, she shot her. Oh. In that like coliseum, but I I figured she survived because she's still in the third season, and I know yeah. that. So Sandra, like, oh, you can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, I liked season one a lot. It's good. I'm excited for this Midnight Mass. Thank you for the recommendation. You're so yeah. welcome, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. It is truly, and I'm not the, the biggest horror fan, or I'm not a avid consumer of horror content, but it is unlike anything I've ever seen. Amazing. And I would, I would say it honestly is more in a terror genre than horror. Oh, amazing. Everything that you're saying is just, like, making it even more... I gotta watch it when we're done. Now I have to, like, watch it right away. Now I'm, I'm like, when, Wendy and I need to watch her editary, like, ASAP, because I feel yeah, like Wendy would terror. like it. it oh. <sighs> There's a lot going on in that movie, but in the best possible way. There's so much I want to tell you about Midnight Mass, Brie, and I can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay, it would just watch. reveal something. And okay. I, I, I can't. I don't want to know anything. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for it. Great. I Should wait. I watch Haunting of Hill House first? In Probably. terms of my, if I had to rank Mike Nick, uh, it's not Mike Nichols, the guy who makes these, if I had to rank his three series in terms of my favorite, Midnight Mass, Very Top, Slight Gap, Hill House, and Bly Manor's on the floor. Yeah. Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan, that's it. Yeah. Bly Manor, you don't need to watch it. Okay. Good to know. But Min uh, Hill House and Midnight Mass have nothing to do with each other. Okay. okay. Although, there's a guy in it, and I have never encountered a human being before who looks so much like their given name. You know, it's like, I sort of look like a Wendy. Morgan looks like a Morgan. But this <laughs> guy, do. this guy, like... His name is Hamish Linklater. Oh, wow. It's Kristen Linklater's son, the big voice person. But I look at him and I'm like, of fucking course your name is Hamish Linklater. <laughs> of course, yeah. like, that is your name. Absolutely, that's your name. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. Uh, I gotta know. Wow. Yeah, we gotta watch this. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hamish. <sighs> there he is. He's American and his name's Hamish? He's half British, I think. Okay. He has an American accent, though. Because his mother is, I believe, Scottish. Oh. Oh, he's married to Lily Rabe. Shout out to women in horror. Um, 
up Sealer Rape from the American oh. Horror Story, and among other things. I haven't seen that either. See? Well, then you wouldn't know her. Anyway, it's great. <laughs> That's um, another soapbox I'll step off of. Yeah. I went from body bingo to 50 first dates is not <laughs> is not entrapment to the night mass is the best terror tv show ever made there's some new tv show that i've heard is like uh so some hot shit that was on my list and i can't remember uh do you guys know the show that ben stiller's directing Mm-mm. um man i can't Did i was you gonna watch... recommend it to you guys too and now i can't severance it's called severance oh right. i've heard it's great phenomenal yeah I've heard nothing but great things. Okay, cute. We're in the middle of like three TV shows, so um, we're watching Barry. She hasn't Eddie. seen it yet. <laughs> it's me, Noho Hank. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character. Um, we're also watching Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. We started. Oh we started that. She's never seen it. I've never I seen Veronica is... Mars, so we're watching that. It's and an then astrological oversight. We yeah, also started to. the staircase, so we gotta oh. get back to that eventually too. But tell the documentary, but the documentary, not, not the, docu- the series. series. Yeah. Okay. Tell me if you believe the owl theory. They That's what I just said. They That's don't talk about. Her. They don't talk about the owl theory in the docu series. Do you believe it? Um, it's convenient. I'm. T- mm. No, I don't. No. I don't believe. I believe he one thousand percent killed her. Like, yeah, and like, the docu series is literally following him around. Like, he's so innocent, but no, like that's because he, he was dating 1, someone on production when they were making it. One thousand percent killed her. One thousand percent. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind. By the time the ambulance got there, her blood was dry. Yeah, but... and you look at the back of her skull, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's because she fell down the stairs several times." No. Not. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. And this this is her opinion only after like the third episode. Yeah. And I think there's six. Well, yeah. I've also I've listened to several mm-hmm. podcasts on it. So it's like he's one thousand percent guilty in my mind. But uh yeah. Oh, and he, he also started to get back, so no. 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 He filed that appeal that was like I recognize that there's not enough information to convict me, but I realize that all of my appeal, like there's, there's a thing that's like basically admitting guilt without admitting guilt. Yeah. And if you admit, like if you take that bargain or that deal, your prison sentence gets reduced. I think who you're thinking about, Brie, is Robert Durst. Because he is similar. No. From the Jinx. From the Jinx. Oh, no. Fred Durst. Okay, different guy. Yeah. The Jinx. Um, the Jinx is another, like, docu-series. I keep staring at the fly that's on the wall, um, if you're wondering where my eyes are darting to. But uh, he 1,000% killed his wife as well. It's a very, like, similar situation. Not familiar um, with the story. But then in the documentary, the Jinx, like, they keep going back and forth on, like, if he's guilty or if he's not. Um, as being like a serial killer and in the documentary he the very end of the documentary not to I guess spoil anything I haven't seen he the documentary myself but yeah he goes into the bathroom and he's like and he forgets that he's wearing the microphone 
And he literally is like, oh, you you aren't doing a good job of convincing them. Like, you killed the two ladies and, like, you can't. Like, he's, like, muttering to himself. And he confesses the whole thing. And the people, like, that were overhearing were like, uh, uh, what do we do with this? What? That's awesome. I bet they were like, we did it. Oh, we're getting that yeah. Amy. Prime and time, then, baby. And then a couple years after that. No, it was just 20, 2020 or 2021. He was convicted. And then he just died recently in prison but it took forever right. even still to yeah. for him to be convicted um but then he he was eventually convicted and and um died in jail which good rot in fucking hell you piece of shit yeah. and okay. that's how i feel about this guy too great <laughs> and on that note <laughs> on that note oh my god um thank y'all so much for listening um to this midsummer episode um Thank you. We did talk about Midsummer at least a little bit. You'll find tiny so bit, but then we kind of were more interested in Fifty First Dates. <laughs> I was about to say Fifty Shades of Grey. The, the oh. Stockholm Syndrome of Fifty for Fifty First Dates. <laughs> I'm not seeing um, Fifty Shades of Grey, but maybe next episode. We'll <laughs> um, Wendy, what are your socials? Um, my Instagram is at Wendy underscore darling with two G's. Mm-hmm. And that's really my only social. And your blog again is where can we find your blog? A night at all the Oscars with on... all in parentheses. Cool. We love that. But I think it's wendypostgrad.blogspot.com is cool. the actual URL. Cool. Amazing. Um, and as per usual, Rate, review, subscribe <laughs> to us. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Too Cute To Be Scary Pod uh, on Insta and Twitter, I believe now as well. Um, follow me and Brie at uh, Allie McBree with two E's yeah. and Morgani Melcher. Um, <laughs> and then also, I don't know if we are good to announce this. I don't think, I mean, hopefully by the time that this is released, it'll be live and, and running, but we do have a Patreon if you do want to follow us and yeah. uh, give us money so that we yeah. can do this more reliably. <laughs> yeah. and maybe, um, you know, be be reliable um i think we're gonna we're gonna have an edit of our very very first attempt at recording um up on our patreon so if you would like access to that and uh some other cool content give us your support and um yeah become a patron today become a patron and just a patron patronize us Please patronize us. We obviously need it. We obviously need it. Um, yeah, and and send in any any suggestions to I think also to keep to be scary pod at gmail.com. We're open to all possible movie recommendations and suggestions because I don't think we are all possible. I am so, open to all possible. You don't want to watch Cannibal Holocaust. Don't lie. That's a thing. You know about. So the director went to jail because they thought he actually killed the cast. He made them like sign little contracts because he didn't want people to know that they survived. It was like a marketing gimmick, except they killed real animals in the movie. And so people were like, if you killed these animals, how do we know you didn't kill those animals? It was a whole drop. Dang. It's a pretty interesting story. Method directing. Yeah, it was the first time I heard a turtle scream. <laughs> fucking christ on that note uh we will see you next month
Bye. Bye. Bisous. Bisous.